Testing. Testing. Nah, you're not going to delete it this time, are you? Get up here. No, I can't be asked. I'm too far away now. <laughs> I will get my way. Every time. <laughs> Every single time, I will. Yeah, the, the, the word no is not in your vocabulary. Huh? No, stop. Huh? Anyway, I've been trying to not drink beer weeknights. Because mm-hmm. I thought, right, I drink a lot of beer. It's absolutely contributed to me putting weight back on. Yeah. Um. But I've had pints every single night this week. <laughs> every night. His pints are beautiful, dude. They're the best. That's the problem. Like, I've been doing the same, but, and then, like, I don't know. I was going to bring us loads of White Claw, but I thought you'd probably be fucking raging. I don't even know what that is. What's, what what is if what? I bought you, like, alcoholic sparkling water? You'd be... Alcohol sparkling water? Yeah. Is that what White Claw is? You ever had a heart oh, seltzer? Is that, is that was, oh, is it seltzer? I always call it a speltzer. Selt, a seltzer? Oh, so you say it wrong. Yeah, it's a seltzer. Because I don't know what it is, dude. Yeah, it's like fizzy water. But it's got alcohol in it. Fuck that, dude. It's got like 35 calories in it. Is that a lot? <laughs> no. That's the point. <laughs> don't fucking know, dude. That's the point. Is There's it just watered to... down beer? No, it's watered water. <laughs> with, with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's water. It's, it's fizzy water. It's watered water. It's watered water. With alcohol. With, al- with booze and like a little bit of like raspberry. Right, so it's not, we're not talking like WKD Blue. We're not it's, no, it's, it's, it's sophisticated drink for sophisticated people. Mm, why, did, why did I already know that's a lie? Ah, bro, it's fine. <laughs> like, I feel like bros drink it. Is it like a bro thing? Like, there's a shitload of it getting crushed up at Coachella right now. It's pretty bro uh, It's fucking delicious, though. The Bud Light one's my favourite. Oh, of course it is. The passion fruit one? Bruh, it's just like drinking <laughs> juice. It's honestly just like drinking juice. I mean, I'm talking shit about it, but I've never had it, and I'd probably really enjoy it. The Bud Light one's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it tastes a lot like the thing it's supposed to. Like the like the raspberry white claw tastes like fizzy water that someone did that like past the raspberry ones. Like you don't <laughs> taste the raspberry. It's like, <laughs> Fizzy water. Yeah, yeah, Tastes yeah. like thirst. <laughs> but I guess you pissed. Because it's the same strength as, like, a beer. Like, Oh, for real? So you're just like, <gasps> necked. And oh, you're uh, like, I'm fucked. <laughs> They're class. They're really class. Like, maybe this is, that's what we'll do next week. I'll, I'll bring some white claws. I'll fuck with that. Or seltzers of or, some or, sort. Or the one that you said is nice. Maybe not bring the one that you I'll described bring a selection. as. We'll do a, we'll do a hard seltzer flight. And uh, we'll, we'll taste a little bit of all of them. That sounds good. I'm getting a bit of a... Oh, it's a um, good nose. Do you know what I'm getting? Pushed. <laughs> I'm getting... um Pushed. <laughs> anyway, this is episode 56 of Dead End Friends Podcast. Yes, podcast where two dudes who know nothing talk about everything... Well done for finding us. That means you found us on the things. We are on those things still, so you can continue to find us whenever you want to find us. Find us. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it gets worse every time you do it. It gets worse. My name is Gary Gordon, and this is Craig Jemison. Hey, and uh, we are really bad at doing that, actually. <laughs> I, re- I, I forget about that bit every we, time. We haven't said our names on this podcast for like six fucking months. six months. <laughs> <laughs> Easy six months. I used to even put it on the video and shit. I would have like a wee title come up when we said our names. It would have like a wee icon. You know how we've got like the avatars that Duncan did for us? So I would have like that come on the screen and then your name. But see, because we haven't been saying our name, it just hasn't been. You should been just bring it up anyway, because people. Would like that. What people? What the fuck did I pay you for? <laughs> this is so shit. You pay me in fucking white claw, whatever it's white called, <laughs> and spelters. Spelts. Oh, <laughs> well, well, Gary, well, Gary. I know you have been like struggling to contain your excitement for oh, like weeks and weeks and weeks, and you have had about three weeks to prepare. I'm gonna need a song. I'm, I'm gonna not, need a song. I'm not prepared. I'm gonna need it now. You need it now. I need it now. Because you know what's coming. I know what's coming. Conspiracies. <laughs> wow, dude. That was the best one you've ever done. Wow. Short and sweet, to the point. That's all we need, man. Well, Chef kisses. It, it is the return of... I'm not going to say everybody's favourite. It's the return of our favourite bit because it's always dumb and fun to it's do. It's my favourite bit because you speak to me for an hour and I go, oh, fucking really? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you contribute in any way. So it is the return of dead end conspiracies. Yo, yo, baby. So this week, I mean, two weeks ago, we promised we were going to do one. Last and then, week. And then and last we never week, did. <laughs> We didn't do it. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like that was on me. That was on you. That's fine. You can take the full brunt of the blame. Do you want to fight me? Mm-hmm. Come on, then. Oh, me, dang. you, car park, bring a tool. <laughs> Any tool? Just pick Any one. Any tool. Pick, pick one, one from go. your fucking bag of tools that you've got in the house. It's just like a plastic Tesco bag. That's what everyone's toolbox is, right? I have a toolbox. Where do you have a toolbox in your house? Under my sink. <laughs> I do. My mum and dad got me for moving in. We got you a toolbox. Yeah, bro. Oh my god, Harry. Like, can you buy me one? I have a, I have a, a plastic like IKEA box, and I just like throw everything in it. So it's just like you screws, respect your tools, screws and shit. Oh, no. I mean, like, I, it's like I can get to the hammer, and my screwdriver lives in a drawer. That's really the only two things that I ever use. <laughs> what if she using? Yeah, I mean, I have so many fucking tools. Because I got, like, like when my granddad died, RIP, I got, like, all of his tools but didn't get the toolbox. I just got the loose tools. Maybe the toolbox is worth something. Probably. It was probably, like, a fucking World War shit. It's, like, some fucking, like, weird Nazi Germany toolbox. <laughs> it's just got a Hitler on the front of it. <laughs> it's like a, tra- like, oh, no, 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 it's no, like a Transformers lunchbox, <laughs> but it's just Hitler for tools. <laughs> Wow, oh, dude. fuck the fear. <laughs> anyway, that's not a conspiracy. That's just us being manly. So this week, after promising two weeks ago, we are doing the fucking beautiful and my favorite, probably because it's close to home. Even though the last one was also close to home, but it was <laughs> the last murderer. one was so close to home. It was a bit murderous. I'm not going to say that's my favorite. You get off on that. Oh yeah, Jen. Ah, like I didn't. I didn't. You are jizzing. You're jizzing <laughs> to murder. Like, do you think I didn't pick this? 
area, like just down the street, I think, it happened. Do you just go down there at night and just stand and wank? I just stand and watch. All the other people wanking. <laughs> 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 you know your true came home he's like alright boys you get up. <laughs> we all shake hands at the end of it and everything man nobody washes it's uh, great uh, it's sticky. oh I'm so sweaty oh my god just thinking about it <coughs> anyway we're doing the Loch Ness Monster yeah here we go here we go so I'm gonna I'll do a bit of like I, I, I wrote some things I'll just talk about a little bit about Loch Ness I'm gonna talk about some of the sightings I'm gonna talk about so, like, there's one story in particular that I find fucking hilarious that I had to put in here because it just cracked me up when I was reading it. So, I'm just going to get right into it. Here we go. So, Loch Ness is a large freshwater loch in the Scottish Highlands extended for approximately 37 kilometres or 23 miles. Do you know if you took all of the lakes and lochs in Scotland and England and Ireland and Wales... And put it into Loch Ness, it still wouldn't be enough to fill it. I had that written down, man. Did you actually? <laughs> I can't fucking see. <laughs> it also contains more water than all of the lakes in England and Wales combined. Ah. I, I wrote it better than you did. Because mine was more to the point. You took too long. You made a little bit better. Though. Nah, 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 nah. <coughs> so it's approximately 23 miles southwest of Everness. It takes its name from the River Ness, which flows from the North End. The River Ness is something that is to like keep in mind when we start talking about the conspiracies and things that come with Loch Ness. Okay, it's one of the one of a series of interconnected murky bodies of water in Scotland. Its water visibility is exceptionally low due to a high peak content in the surrounding soil. Again, something to always just like. Have in the back of your mind when you're talking about the sightings. Ness is a master of disguise. Yeah, it is. Uh, Loch Ness is the second largest Scottish loch by surface area after Loch Lomond at 22 square miles. But due to its great great depth, it is the largest by volume in the British Isles. Its deepest point is 230 metres deep. You could stack Big Ben in there twice and it still wouldn't break the surface. <laughs> fucking so scary. Tell me there's not a fucking monster in that fucking body of water. <laughs> Tell me there is so not. So scary. It also contains more water than all the lakes in England and Wales combined. I already said that. <laughs> I already said that. Now, the reason Loch Ness is so important in Scottish folklore is because of the monster said to lurk in its deep waters. As the loch is deeper than the North Sea and is very long and very, very narrow and has never been known to freeze. This is the perfect haven for something to live deep beneath the shallows. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I'm getting so stoked. I'm getting dude. juiced. I'm pretty juiced. <laughs> now, the Loch Ness Monster, affectionately known as Nessie, is a, creature, Nessie. is a creature in Scottish folklore that is said to inhabit Loch Ness. It is often described as large, long-necked, and with one or more humps protruding from the water. That's how I describe you. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just any time, it's like, oh, man. Oh, he's long-necked with the lumps. I've never actually <laughs> met Craig before, man. Like, he seems so sound. Like, ah, you, you would see him in the street just fucking necks, humps. You're good. Long-necked, you know. <laughs> Throughout Scottish history, there have been numerous sightings of Nessie. The earliest report of a monster in the vicinity of Loch Ness appears to be in the life of St. Columba by, I'm going to fuck this guy's name up, by Admanan. 
Written in the 6th century AD. So this what? is going back to like fucking year 666. No, that would be the 5th. It'd be the 5th. Oh my god. Because <laughs> Loch Ness Monster is the devil. Thank you. Writing, oh, according to Ab, I'm going to have to, Adoman, Adomanan, Adomanan. Right, I'm going to stick with Adomanan, okay? Adomanan. Adomanan. Writing about a century after the events described, Irish monk St. Columba was staying in the land of the Picts with his companions when he encountered local residents burying a man by the River Ness. They explained that the man was swimming in the river when he was attacked by a water beast <gasps> that mauled him and dragged him underwater despite their attempts to rescue him by boat. Columba sent a follower, Luigian Mokumin, to swim across the river. The beast approached him, but Columba made the sign of the cross and said, go no, for- go no further, do not touch the man, go back at once. Imagine that, like, imagine that sight. You're talking so, like... This is my thing, right? So this happened in the 6th century, which is what? Long, long, 500 long odd BC, uh, AD. Uh-huh. Right? So year 500 and something. Mm-hmm. What? Let me get the date while you're talking. So in my mind, right, I can imagine that really vividly. And do you know why I can imagine that really vividly? Why? Because I have television. I have different forms of media that puts across an image in my face. Mm -hmm. Do you know what these homies had? Nothing. (laughs) They could literally only talk about what was in front of them. They were a very literal species. Because they had to be, because their imagination wasn't filled with fucking... Instagram garbage. monsters, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this St. Columba story comes from the year 565. <coughs> nuts nuts so nuts so a long ass time ago uh, where was it <coughs> my dad was born <laughs> don't <laughs> the creature stopped as if it had been pulled back with ropes and fled and Columbus men and the Picts gave thanks for what they perceived as a miracle Believers in the monster point to this story set in the River Ness rather than the loch itself as evidence for the creature's existence as early as the 6th century. Skeptics question the narrative's reliability, noting that water beast stories were extremely common in medieval... medieval, Another word I'm going to fuck up. Hagiographies? Hagiographies? Stories. In medieval stories, right? You wrote this. You didn't have to write that word. I know, man. <laughs> you did not have to write that word. Just like right click. You were just trying to show off. That's what's going on here. And Adelman's tale probably recycles a common motif attached to a local landmark. <gasps> According to skeptics, Adelman's story may be independent of the modern Loch Ness monster legend and became attached to it by believers seeking to bolster their claims. Ronald Bins considers... I probably should have wrote in who fucking Ronald Bins is. Anyway, Ronald Bins considers that this is the most serious of various alleged early sightings of the monster, but all other claim sightings before 1933 are dubious and do not prove a monster tradition before that date. Do you know why I think it, (coughs) it is like more important than most of the sightings? Why? It didn't happen in the loch. Happened in the river. 
we shows you that Nessie is able to move around. Yeah, and that's do a, different bits. That's yeah. one of the big, like the massive things about the conspiracies is people are like, oh, but we're like, we've been like doing um, radar scans of the lock, like, and the yeah, Simpsons they drain, they've drained it. It's and just shit. fucking woods all around. It's, it. One, it's fucking huge. So big. And then also, like, the people will say, like, a lot of the kind of conspiracies do say that, is that if, as much as they've done scans of the loch, etc., you're not taking into account the fact that there's a fucking river coming out of it in the northeast exactly. as well. So you're not, like, that's always how they'd be like, oh, she managed to escape going up the fucking, going up the river Convenient. and shit. Convenient. Uh, um, where was I? What the fuck, dude? Uh... Christopher Kearney uses a specific... Oh, thank you. Christopher Kearney uses a specific historical and cultural analysis of Adam and Anne to separate Adam and Anne's story about St. Columba from the modern myth of the Loch Ness Monster, but finds an earlier and culturally significant use of the Celtic water beast folklore along the way. In doing so, he also discredits any strong connection between Kelpies or water horses and the modern media augmented creation of the Loch Ness Monster. He also concludes that the story of the St. Columba may have been impacted by earlier Irish myths about the Coronach and an Ophelist, a serpent-like monster in Irish mythology and folklore. Mm-hmm. So basically this guy's just calling him out being like, nah, you've heard all of these fucking crazy Kelpie stories and these lake monster stories before you've come across this and you just try to get your fucking two pence worth bro you just try to get on the hype bro don't blame him he wants to get in on it but see like the fucking the irish mythology stuff uh-huh. it's so fucking scary dude i bet i, bet <laughs> I, sta- I started reading it and i was just like oh god damn like yeah, even the pictures and stuff i was just like nope <laughs> it's really freaking me out dude so that was like the kind of like the first report of any sighting or any possibility of Nessie. In 565 AD. Like, you make such a good point, though, just, like, as much as it could be from, like, an Irish mythology and folklore, but to have that whole story, like, played out in your head. That's the thing, like, of course, stories are passed down through the centuries and stuff, you know, and already centuries have gone by by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... But these people didn't have anything to base that off of other than the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just crazy to me. It, it, I, I think these people are very literal. Yeah. Like, you, you, you see, like, books from the like the Bible and they start talking about, like, fiery chariots in the sky being dragged by metal horses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, but that's literally just a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, But that all they know to, like, compare it to is a fiery chariot. Yeah, and Jesus... Yeah. It's mad. Ah, mental. Absolutely mental. That's probably one that we need to think of too one time as well. Um, so modern interest in the monster was sparked by a sighting on the 22nd of July 1933. So this is fucking well in the future now. Well in the future. When George Spicer and his wife saw a most extraordinary form of animal in his own words. Oh. I mean that's that's pretty front on cross the road in front of their car they describe the creature as having a large body about four feet high and 25 feet long and a long wavy narrow neck slightly thicker than an elephant's trunk 
and as long as the 10 to 12 foot width of the road. Oh, that's how I describe you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep doing that to me, man. I've got one more time to do it. I swear to God. But interestingly enough, this is one of the first times that Nessie is ever referred to as having a long neck. So this is when that image of Loch Ness starts is him comparing them to having a long ass neck and something I need to check to keep this to keep my brain right and thinking so in 1933 when this man claimed to have this sighting, so George Spicer in 1933 is also... The original Spice Boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is also happens to be the same year that the first King Kong film came out. <gasps> and in King Kong, there is a monster with a long ass neck. One of those long necked monsters. There. So they used an articulated skeleton of a brontosaurus to give an effect of a big-ass, long-necked monster. Naked. So a, a lot of the con- a lot of the conspiracy theories around behind this is he was just so enamoured by the film he King went to Kong. The and he was like, "Fucking, I'll tell you what." <laughs> I saw that cunt through the street. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> And this is what I mean. The literal people of 565 <laughs> AD, didn't they have King Kong? <laughs> I mean, they might have. They might have had King Kong. They might, that's the thing we don't know. I don't fucking they know. They might have. Maybe oh, by the way, did you see the fucking King Kong and Godzilla are coming to Warzone? <laughs> Stay on peace, please. I'm so buzzing, So buzzing. So, th- there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a big, like, kind of, like, crushing this guy's story just being like yo you were just a massive king kong fan and you just wanted to be like enamored by it in your real life as well as in the film i get it i, I get, get it, it as well like like we've all identified with characters in our time like you can't tell me there wasn't like 14 year old kids walking around 2007 whenever the fucking dark knight came out like licking their lips and shit pretending to be the joker do you know what i mean like we all do it this guy obviously just like identified with a brontosaurus <laughs> and King Kong <laughs> just... he's like I feel this <laughs> <laughs> but the, the most insane thing to me is like if this like if this guy's been so enamoured by this film and made up this fucking story about a big giant ass brontosaurus like creature walking in front of him but he is essentially the fucking ground breaking point of Loch Ness as a long naked creature that lives in the water because like every like when you think of Loch Ness it's synonymous with long ass neck poking out the water yeah so it might just be this guy (laughs) I love that shit I love that connection it's so fucking funny dude (sighs) right wait a minute they saw no limbs it lurched across the road toward the loch the manner of a scenic railway Ugh. What? Uh, oh fuck no! I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> they saw no limbs. It lurched across the road toward the lock, twenty yards away. Is what I meant to say. 
leaving a trail of broken undergrowth in its wake. Spicer described it as the nearest approach to a dragon or prehistoric animal, dinosaur, that I have ever seen in my life, and as having a long neck which moved up and down in the manner of a scenic railway. Mm. It had an, an animal in its mouth and a body and had a body that was fairly big with a high back but if there were any feet they must have been of the web kind and as for a tail i cannot say as it moved so rapidly and when we got to the spot it had probably disappeared into the loch i think it's a it's a fat fucking cap in my mind this guy's saying yeah this guy's saying is a fat like he just loved king kong like everything he's saying here like the neatest approach to a dragon or prehistoric animal he's basically seeing saying i saw a dinosaur yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Fat cap. On August 4th, 1933, the Courier published a report of Spicer's sighting. This sighting triggered a massive amount of public interest and in an uptick in alleged sightings, leading to the solidification of the actual name Loch Ness Monster. Mm. It has been claimed that sightings of the monster increased after a road was built along the loch in early 1933, bringing workers and tourists to the formerly isolated area. However, Bins has described this as um, as the myth of the lonely loch, and as as far ah, and it was far from isolated before then, due to the construction of the Caledonian Canal. In the 1930s, the existing road by the side of the loch was given a serious upgrade. As, uh, I don't believe his story. I don't believe Spicer. Spicer can fuck off. But that was one that really made the boom happen. Like there was yeah. like so many sites. Like before, between but it's because he gave such a big description of what it, he thought he saw. Mm-hmm. Like if he just said, "Oh, I seen a thing," people. So between, it. hang on between the first one we talked about with saint columba to george spicer there was three other recorded sightings and it was just like oh i think i saw this thing i reportedly saw an object resembling a log moving slowly over the water like they're all kind of bullshit this is the first one that made like proper traction right of like holy shit what is this two in the same year three in the same year yeah, because it's like it was like I was saying before. Like, so many people were then claiming that they had seen something. Yeah, they all wanted in. Yeah, there was media attention. The papers were writing about it. Everybody wanted their fucking. They're all trying to sell like milk from the farms. Exactly. They all wanted their fucking name in the paper. Nessie milk. That's <laughs> so gross. Just fucking <laughs> Nessie titty milk. Ugh. Right. So. The most obviously the most like famous, most viewed picture, is one of the biggest things that like blew everything out of the it's water. It's the one. It's the one photo. So everyone knows. The, the exactly well, as soon as you think of Loch Ness, the first picture that comes into your head is that grainy ass black and white picture of something poking out of the water. Mm-hmm. So this is known as the surgeon's photograph, and it's reportedly the first photo of the creature's head and neck. Supposedly taken by Robert Kenneth Wilson, a London gynaecologist, it was published in the Daily Mail on the 21st of April, 1934. Did they have to put in that he was like a FUD doctor? (laughs) 
<laughs> not right. The, the interesting thing around this is he wasn't actually the person that like took it to the Daily Mail. So he had a, apparently taken this picture, right? And then right. he gave it to like his nephew because he didn't want to give it to the Daily Mail because the Daily Mail would be like, oh, he's a fanny doctor. We can't believe a word he says because yeah. it's 1934. And he's like, Uncle Bobby, Uncle Bobby, <laughs> take this to the papers. Like, no, no. <laughs> Wilson's, he, Wilson's refusal to have his name associated with it led to it being known as the surgeon's photograph. According to Wilson... He was looking at the lock when he saw the monster, grabbed his camera and snapped four photos. Only two exposures came out clearly. The first reportedly shows a small head and back and the second shows a similar head in a diving position. The first photo became the well-known photo and the second attracted little publicity because of its blurriness. Like every UFO picture, mm-hmm. like every sighting of fucking lake monsters um for 60 years the photo was considered evidence of the monster's existence although skeptics dismissed it as driftwood an elephant an otter or a bird the photo scale was controversial as often shown cropped making the creature seem large and the ripples like waves while the uncropped shot shows the other end of the lock and the monster in the center the ripples in the photo were found to fit the size and pattern of small ripples rather than large waves photographed up close. Analysis of the original image fostered further doubt. In 1993, the makers of the Discovery Communications documentary Loch Ness Discovered analysed the uncropped image and found a white object visible in every version of the photo, implying that it was on the negative. It was believed to be the cause of the ripples as if the object was being towed, although the possibility of a blemish on the negative could not be ruled out. An analysis of the full photograph indicated that the object was small, about 60 to 70 centimetres or 2 to 3 feet long. Mm. <laughs> it's a cardboard cutout. We're just ripping all of this to shreds at this point. So since 1994, most agree that the photo was an elaborate hoax, as being described as fake. And at this, in a 7th of December 1975 Sunday Telegraph article that fell into obscurity. Details of how the photo was taken were published in the 1999 book Nessie, the surgeon's photograph exposed, which can say which contains a story of the 1975 Sunday Telegraph article. The creature was reportedly a toy submarine built by Christian Sperling, the son-in-law of, get this guy's name, Marmaduke Wetherill. Oh, big Marmaduke Wetherill. Mm, <laughs> all right, okay. Wetherill had been publicly ridiculed by his employer, the Daily Mail, after he found Nessie footprints that turned out to be a, be a hoax. To get revenge on the mail, Wetherill perpetrated his hoax with co-conspirator Sperling, a sculpture specialist, Ian Wetherill, his son, who bought the material for the fake, and Maurice Chambers, an insurance agent. Unbelievable. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) unbelievable. Um, Fuck. Where was I? The toy submarine was bought by F.W. Woolworth's and its head and neck were made from wood putty. 
After testing it in a local pond, the group went to Loch Ness, where Ian Wetherill took the photos near the Altsag Tea House, where they heard a water bailiff approaching. Duke Wetherill sank the model with his foot, and it is presumably still somewhere in Loch Ness. Ah. (laughs) Chambers gave the photographic place to Wilson, a friend of his who enjoyed a good practical joke Wilson bought the plate brought the plates to Augustons an, Inver- an Inverness chemist and gave them to George Morrison for development he sold the first photo to the Daily Mail who then announced that the monster had been photographed oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's how easy it was <laughs> nowadays there's like an 18 week investigation yeah did into <laughs> anything <laughs> little is known of the second photo is often ignored by researchers who believe its quality too poor and its differences from the first photo too great to warrant analysis it shows a head similar to the first photo with a more turbulent wave pattern and possibly taken at a different time and location in the loch some believe it to be an earlier cruder attempt at a hoax and others consider it a picture of a diving bird or otter that Wilson mistook for the monster. According to Morrison, when the plates were developed, Wilson was uninterested in the second photo. He allowed Morrison to keep the negative, and the photo was rediscovered years later. When asked about the second photo by the Ness Information Service newsletter, Spurling was vague, thought it might have been a piece of wood they were trying out as a monster, but was not sure. <laughs> enough enough so the surgeon's photograph is all fucking bullshit that's why you can't trust a fanny doctor <laughs> <laughs> they just can't be trusted man you know what they're up to but my my personal favourite story of an attempted sighting was in 1975 four firemen from Hemel Hempstead decided that the monster must be male, as all monsters usually are. Good old Hemel Hempstead in 1975. So they built a 309 foot long paper mache lady monster to attract Mr. Nessie. (laughs) Oh my god. I love the idea of these fucking firefighters just building something that they thought looked like Nessie but putting tits on it. (laughs) It had false eyelashes, full makeup, and gave out a pre-recorded mating call. Unfortunately, the mating call turned out to be that of a male walrus, so not surprisingly, it didn't tempt Daisy. Oh. (laughs) it did a lot to unpackage. It didn't help either when the lady monster got damaged when set afloat on the water. Her behind was flattened by the jetty when a sudden wind blew her sideways. The attempt was abandoned. We've all been there having our behinds flattened by a sudden wind. That's my issue, you know. Usually thick and juicy. But see, there's a sudden wind. You're done for. Flattened. (laughs) That shit. Oh. I just, I love the image, like, because I obviously, I have them in my head as, like, actual, like, fully decked out firefighters for some reason, because yeah, I'm still just, like, because like, I'm like. horny shit all the time, I'm just like, <laughs> hey, yo, like, just open the shirt, just fucking dress it up this thing with, like, 
fucking makeup and eyelashes and like big old biddies and <laughs> just like taking it out of the water. And what I'm just thinking is like, how the fuck did they get it there? It was fucking. What was it? Uh, no, I was trying to see how fucking long it was. Three hundred and nine foot feet long, like that's. I don't know what that is. Fucking money, so. huge. Well, I'm six foot three, so times that by however many goes in a three hundred nine. Oh yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but that's so much. That's fucking huge. Just how did they cart that about? Just being like, yo, <laughs> what's up, dude? I think they did it in bits and then assembled when they got there. That's, oh. And then and then it just like all got crushed in like a fucking second and then that's it. That's like your entire life has just been ruined. Done. Game over. Everything you've ever work up, worked up to and it doesn't matter about your firefighting career. doesn't matter about how many people you've saved. You fucking broke Miss Nessie's ass. I hope they all got fired. Nah, this was 1975. This was this was fucking good part. The boss in. was there. He was like, come on. 100%. It was all his idea. The chief. The boss. The chief, dude. He was the one with the white hat. <laughs> is that right? Oh, Sam. you watch his Fireman Sam? Yeah, that is like the only like relativity, relativity you have to firemen and what firefighters. Is fucking fire. I'm not watching that. That was real. I don't want that. I don't know if oh. Fire and Sam, they had Welsh accents, sounded like they were singing all the time. Ponty Pandy. Ponty Pandy. Yeah, man, I still remember. I mean, I, I'm saying I still remember, like, I'm sure Mac was watching it, like, fucking two days ago. Was he watching the OG when it was, like, Playmation? Mm-mm. Oh, updated. <laughs> That's hard to watch. No, it's not. It's hard to watch. It's, it's like, it's so jagged and jarry. It's yeah. like watching old Postman Pat and shit. You're just like, oh, this is gross. I don't want to look at it. Look at you getting snobby about fucking Postman Pat. <laughs> Postman Pat. But let, let's, let me get into this right now. Postman Pat is a cunt. Yeah, he's a cunt. Postman Pat is the worst postman of all fucking time. How has one postman nearly lost a million packages and be left to keep his fucking job like if you are a postie and you have to rely on a fucking helicopter to get your package delivered on time because you fucking left your van open and a goat stole the package like you do not deserve your job postman pat is a dirty fuck he's also definitely a tory oh my god definitely a fucking tory that was real fucking hatred i fucking hate postman pat Jesus Christ. You okay? No. Do I talk about it? <laughs> I'd rather watch Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas, like, Thomas is Thomas did no sound. Wrong. Thomas is sound as fuck. Yeah, Thomas is well sound. But I'm ho- I've, I really hope this episode has destroyed everyone's uh, hopes and dreams that the Loch Ness Monster is a thing. But all the evidence is bullshit. <laughs> so far. <laughs> Go look yourself. I yeah, I still I still have that part of me that's like ah, but look, Nessie's but. definitely real. Look at the fucking size of the fucking thing. Look at the size of the lock. Is it is in there? I mean, it's bigger than the North Sea. I sat on the banks of Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Looking, didn't see it. Didn't go very far. <laughs> we just sat there, <laughs> but never saw it. Got it. Her. I believe. Yeah, I, 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 be- I do. I know as much as you read all this stuff, you're still like, ah, but ah, you just, you, 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 you bought into the wrong guy. 
Like, exactly. You bought a tech guy fucking called Space Boy. Girls. You bought a tech guy called fucking Marmaduke Weatherall. There was a guy called Roy Bins. <laughs> Roy. Is it Roy? Ronald. I don't fucking care. Roy Bins is what you buy off like the Looky Looky Men in Tenerife. Get some Roy Bins. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my Roy Bins, man. Fucking man, man, Roy Bins are fucking lit this time of year, dude. I'm fucking real, dude. My coochie sandals. <laughs> man, the, the the one of my favorite part has to be that George Spicer guy. Like, he definitely just loved that King Kong film. Yeah, and he was, was like, just like, "Yeah." It was like the first whole action. Is he going to actually paint a picture of like the fucking? The beast from King Kong. Oh, racist allegation? Here we go. For what, King Kong? For King Kong. Hold on. Yo. Wow. Well. Which is basically just like, yo, fucking King Kong is hella racist. Ah, uh, King Kong. Fucking dinosaur. <laughs> King Kong. No, not dinosaur stampede. No, no, no. Oh no, that's, that's the new one. That's from the new one. No, I want fucking nineteen thirty-three. How many King Kong films are there? There's been a lot of King Kong films. Why? Jack Black not in one. He was. That one was fucking scary as shit. Come on, Shoot. please, <laughs> please. Was it that? Ah, uh, it's probably this thing here. Yeah, look, like look, King Kong's fucking ragdoll. Look, the thing that looks exactly like everybody's depiction of Loch Ness. Ness. Look at the fucking legs and everything. Yeah. Just go and there look. Is, there is like the theories that like she was like a paleosaur. Oh. Which was a, like an amphibious dinosaur. Um, which <sighs> had like a long neck, kind of, and it had fins and like the long body and tail. Yo, how many fucking dinosaurs did King Kong fight in that film? Jesus Christ. There's a picture here of him fighting a T-Rex. And there's one of him here fighting a fucking... Triceratops? Yeah, a spiky one. <laughs> and then there's one of them here fighting fucking Loch Ness. What the fuck? Maybe I should watch this film. It actually looks fucking fire. <laughs> 1933 is going to be so janky. I know, I'm sitting here bitching about how fucking... Bad fucking fireman Sam's gonna look, and then I'm gonna try and watch this. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a good time. It's a real good time. Wow. Anyway, right. It's I'm getting just. Dist- I'm getting very You're getting distracted. So distracted. <laughs> <laughs> of King Kong did. <laughs> Let's talk about the playlist. Dead end jobs. The dead end jams. Dead end jobs. We've had the dead end conspiracies. We're moving into the bit that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. The only reason you come back, yes, is sir. To listen to us talk about our superior music. <coughs> listen to us go. I really like this song. <laughs> so the first song that I put on is the new Alexis on Fire song, which I think came out yesterday or today. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, it's called "Reverse the Curse," and it's fucking naughty. <laughs> it's so good. So good. It's disgusting. Like we said this earlier on, it shouldn't work because it's so muddy, muddy and filthy sounding. Uh-huh. It's fuzzy as fuck. It just shouldn't work. It's got big time stoner vibes. Yeah, dude. It's definitely got a fucking what are they called? A big fucking not a piano. You know the organ. One? I got an organ in there. Well, somewhere. they do have an organ player now. <laughs> really? Got, yeah, that plays on stage with them. 
Mm-mm. It's pretty good. Mm-mm. I watched oh, a uh, set from. Are you Foo Fighters? Where? In Chile. On on the YouTube? On YouTube, I. Eh? <laughs> I'm gonna find that. It's really me. good. It's really really good. Um, and it works really well. I can't wait for this new album. Yeah. First full length album in thirteen years. Last time they brought out an album, I was still at school. Oh. Yeah, not to really bring the tone down, but I was still at school when Alex on Fire brought out Old Crows. <sighs> we would have been 16, dude. I left that year. Uh, Gotten. Oh, that's it's so just, gross. They've really came into themselves, you know, and I think that's really cool. Like, <sighs> that they are making it happen again. Yeah. But in a way that makes sense to them rather than just doing what they thought everyone wanted they're now doing what they want and that is sick beautiful the next song I put on is uh, The Chocolate Conquistadors by Bad Bad Not Good and MF Doom MF Doom it's just cool he always finds his way on here man he does Conquistadors excuse me it's just really cool this was a GTA 5 song right Mm -hmm. like they wrote it for GTA 5 you okay there yeah, I'm, I'm. I need to heck up and <laughs> ate before I got here, and I'm backing up. Yeah. It's, I'm having a bad time. Um, uh-huh. um, just a good song. <laughs> just a good song. I don't need to give you a reason. I don't need to give. I don't spe- owe you a fucking reason. He speaks so much Spanish in that song, and I'm just like, I have no idea what he's saying. Uh, he might be speaking Spanish, or he might just be in, doing that MF Doom thing where he kind of speaks into his cheeks. Coolie Google, Coolie Google. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what, bro? Like, what did you see? When he does that verse on uh, Dropout Boogie, like the, the Your Old Drug song, yeah. I am 100% certain he doesn't say words. <laughs> And he speaks into his cheeks. Because <laughs> there is that bit where he's like, What are you saying? Like, how fat did you get? How fat did you get that you're just speaking into your cheeks? He can't constantly? actually move anymore because the mask is like, his face is pressed so much yeah, against crushed. the mask. He can't crushed. actually speak anymore. Banging song, though, so it is what yeah. it is. Uh, Next song I put on is by Redman. The song is called Tonight's Da Night. Da Night. Da Night. <sighs> I don't listen to Redman, so I can't it's just form cool. an opinion. It's a cool song. If you like anything that Redman has ever done in life, if you like Wu-Tang Clan, it's cool. Because it's cool. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> you don't need to go into it anymore. I remember I used to always go Redman on um, Death, Death Jam. Jam. Yeah, Fight for New York. Cool. Yeah, he was he was a fucking he was so hard to beat. Yeah, he was a motherfucker. Uh, fucking infuriated mm. fuck it, man. So cool. <laughs> the next song I put on is Cheap Beer by Fiddler. What a banging song. Fiddler. What a fucking banging song. So good. This is a song about beer. It is. No. It's a song about cheap, cheap beer. beer. And clink, clink. It's doesn't matter what I'm buying, I'm drinking it. Yes. Because it's beer. It's beer. People need to write more songs like that. They just need to write songs that mean nothing. <laughs> you know? Like, we've got another song called Cocaine on this album. Yeah. Cocaine, run around in my brain. That's it. The whole fucking song. 
It's. <laughs> I just. I mean, the lyrics are fucking ridiculous to this song. Me and my friends in a hundred dollar Volvo, busting down the street while cruising Alvarado, getting fucked up on the 101, shooting our guns and having fun. 40 beers later in a line of speed, 8 ball of blow and a half pound of weed. Heading down the track to Mexico, fucked up on beer and staying gold. I drink cheap beer, so what? Fuck you. <laughs> How are you still alive? How are you writing those lyrics and making it a banger? Like, <laughs> that is what I want to know. I want to know how you did that. That's well, more just try and do else. all of those drugs that they just did at the one time and then drink cheap beer and then maybe you'll be inspired. Just sing into a microphone and see what you say. <laughs> <laughs> the last song that I put on is Disco Devil by Lee Scratch Perry. I've been listening to a lot of him in the house. Yeah? One album, mainly. Uh, and it's like Disco Devil Volume 5 or whatever it is. It's some right, fucking okay. wanky record that I found in a vintage shop. And I was like, it wasn't long after he died. Mm. And I was just like, ah, it'd be cool just to have like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Scratch Perry. Yeah. But then it's like an album that I just put on because I'm like, I'm chilling. Yeah, I just want music. You know? So if you want seven minutes of like reggae dub, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's that one song. <laughs> like, it's class. I don't know what it is about it. Like, it's a music style that never really did anything yeah. for me in the slightest. Yeah. You know, like people put on like Bob Marley and the Whalers and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's but not white, bad music. But a lot of white people putting Bob Marley on, you're like, ah, you don't, you don't, like, you're just putting that on because yeah, you it's like feel like you have to. Like, oh, it's like, ah, you're white, dude. It's, it's so just, white. It's a good album. It's a good album. Can, yeah. You can chill to. But I'll, uh, I'll uh, pass this over to you. Thanks, man. Don't even remember what I put on. I'll put on Wait a Minute by Willow. Willow Smith. It's a fucking banger, by the way. It's an absolute banger. It's just like, it's just a pop groove. Willow Smith has a, a very nice voice. She does. The chords on it are fucking beautiful, dude. Like, starts off with like a really nice, like, simple chord progression that just plays through the whole song. And it's just, they're fucking really nice chords. And I just, immediately, as soon as I heard them, I was like, huh? Oh. I'm oh. gonna, I need to learn those because that's real nice. I mean, the song's like fucking five years old. Or it might, it might even be more. But Could it's be. a fucking banger. Anyway, then I put on Heart to Heart by Fiddlehead. I don't think I've put any Fiddlehead on here. No, but they bang. They bang, dude. I love that thing about like when you see people, humans. Cool. <clears throat> when they've been in like a really heavy band like a really hardcore band a really metal band and then they start something that's like a little bit softer it's a little bit yeah. nice like a they little bit wearing button down shirt yeah it did so it's like what's 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 the guy's name pat flynn pat flynn he was in have heart yes ah, i'm strange as fuck and have heart just screaming his fucking lungs out and then he's now in fiddlehead with guys from basement yeah. Correct. I think well, them, the guitar yeah. is from Basement. And it's just like really nice, like. I mean, it's very rocky. Rock yeah, and like roll. Fuzzy dude. rock forward. Yeah. That's cool. But I love that kind of shit where it's just like your entire life has been like fucking going tonto, screaming your head off about. Yeah, you can just take a beat. And just like, yo, I just want to write like grown up shit. Mm. <laughs> I think that's just what it is. Because from experience it's really hard to write about grown ass shit when you're screaming 
because it doesn't feel right. Like, this is there's no there's no teenage angst anymore. Yeah, I'm just like ah fucking taxes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm actually trying like there was other bands that I was like had in my head that have done this. I mean, like a, a one that obviously jumps out is Oceano or Oceana. Max crying, Oceana. Yeah. They ended up doing the Polly Enzo stuff. So they went from like pretty fucking like heavy stuff into like the nicest little like southern soft rock shit that they do now. Mm, that's cool. <laughs> it just went like the weirdest fucking juxtaposition. The next song I put on is the new Citizen song. It's called Bash Out. And it's just a banger. Like everybody is a big Citizen fan when it comes to that one album. It's the only album I like. What's it called? Yes. I have listened to it once. I think it's great. See, everything after that album, I think it's fucking phenomenal. There's a song you put on the Vibes playlist that's really fucking good. I think it's Citizen. In the middle of it all. In the middle of it all. That song's so good. That whole album is amazing. Never I've, listened to it. I've told you so many goddamn times. Yeah, but if I type in Citizen to go listen to that album, Youth comes up first. <laughs> So I just listen to that because I know I'm not going to be disappointed. Listen, the album As You Please by Citizen is a fucking masterpiece. Like, the drums on it, like, the I don't know who, I think it might have been Will Yip that actually recorded that album, but nice. see the drum production and the sound from that kit is fucking mind-blowing. I actually remember texting Sam, and I never text Sam about, like, drum things and I text him being like you need to listen to this album because of the drum production it's fucking phenomenal as you please that album amazing and then the, the song that they put on <laughs> this new one is also good the one I'm also talking way. about <laughs> <laughs> like this only came out like two or three days ago but it's a fucking banger the next song I put on is by your favourite band Turnstile but it has it has a story behind it it has a story right so it's a song called Fuck Me Blind right oh it's, fuck off dude but it's what? not it's not a Turnstile song it's a cover of I can't remember who I will find out before the end of the the show but right the story is a, is a fucking banger it's a great song so good really cool drums and stuff anyway I was buying my car. So this was like four years ago, right? I was buying my car. And while I was in the car and the guy who was selling it to me was like showing me how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was showing me all the electronics with the car. <laughs> and he showed me how to um, connect my phone to <laughs> the sound system in the car. <laughs> oh yeah the last song that i happened to be listening to when i connected my phone was called fuck me blind so as soon as i connected my phone to the bluetooth it just came up fuck me blind <laughs> across the screen of the radio oh oh i'm like i'm so itchy now because i'm awkward feeling <laughs> So, bless him, the fucking bald guy, I can't remember his name, but it's over the car, just went, oh, right, that's what you're into. Fuck me. <laughs> Blind. Blind. <laughs> I need to find out who it was that actually 
wrote that song. Yeah, and in the last song, fuck me blind, fuck me pumps, give. The ones with the sunflower? Yes. Okay. So it's their song and in turn style they're a cover of it. Ah. Both bang. Oh. And the last song I put on is False Alarm by the Bronx because we love the Bronx. We do love the Bronx. Gary has ex- explained countless times about how they are the coolest band in the entire world and I have never once disagreed with them because... And it's because they just don't care. It's all good for like 20 years at this point. If you want your band to be good, stop caring. <laughs> I know that sounds shitty, but it's the truth. Yeah, from like day one though. Like that's from their first album. From yeah. day one, they've just not given a shit. And they've just done their own thing. Okay. Just lived within their own little fucking world, writing their own music that they want to write and feel good about. And they've done that for their entire career. Also, if you're going to write albums, just call them numbers. That makes so much sense. It's <laughs> so confusing. I, I fucking hate it, man. It's confusing. It's one, two, the three, Bronx. four, five. But when you go on Spotify, it's not because two doesn't have a number. It's just called the Bronx. Yeah, they fucked up. They fucked up, bro. And also, it's not numbers. It's Roman fucking numerals. Who knows? Ro- who knows fucking Roman numerals, dude? Me up to twenty. Stop pretending. Stop pretending that you know Roman numerals. Nobody fucking knows it's 2022. We don't know Latin. We like don't know Roman numerals. MMLXX. No, 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 no. What's that, 2022? Is that the fucking thing? I don't fucking know, dude. I'm pretty sure that's right. I don't know. I know. I, double I, triple I. That's one, two, three. I know that. That is one, two, three. So that's Roman numerals. You know that. That's it though. Anything beyond that, don't give a shit. Roman. Don't give a shit. Mm-mm. Oh, so close. M M X X I I. No, it's 2022. Yeah, that's what it says. No, it says no. That's my Roman home. Nah. Nah, nah. 2022. Do you know in Rome they still use those numbers? No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They don't. They do. Because it's 2022. Why would they do that? Because they're Roman. Mm. It's their numerals. Don't want to do it. It's their numerals. Don't give a shit. Don't go to Rome. <laughs> Don't plan on it. Fuck the Colosseum, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> episode 56 of Dead End Friends. Thank you for listening. Mm. Go find Nessie. <clears throat> Take a picture. Make sure it's not S- a submarine. Take the picture and send it to us. Don't send it to the Daily Mail. We want to send it to the Daily Mail so we make bank. Fuck yeah, you. dude. If you're a gynecologist especially, we'll, we'll keep you safe. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck you, Ronald Bins. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. What was his name? What was the other fucking stupid ass name? George Spicer. Nah, not Spicer. What was the other guy? I'm never going to fight oh, it. Oh, big fucking Marmaduke. Marmaduke. Oh, who's called Marmaduke, though? No. That's not real. Yeah, fuck off. Bye, we love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 B